Welcome back and thank you for joining me for some more marketing tips for startups and underdog companies. Uh, this is section one, episode one, in which I'll be introducing the concept of uh, marketing strategy and teeing up a collection of additional uh, essays that will follow on in subsequent episodes. Um, so let's just get straight into the detail, right? For the last few years, I've been billing myself as a marketing strategist to clients. And while I think that's a pretty cool tag, what I've discovered is that it's, you know, ultimately pretty meaningless to a lot of people. So I think before I kick on to the, the, the meat and potatoes of this presentation, I think I need to address one specific question that many of you may already have been thinking, which is, why do I need a marketing strategy? It's a great question, thanks for asking. I'm gonna begin answering that by being a little bit artsy and bringing out a quote from the military strategist, Lawrence Friedman. In his book, Strategy, A History, Friedman tells us that strategy is the art of creating power. He adds, for those who start as powerful, strategy shouldn't be too difficult. A sensible application of superior resources tends to be successful. However, he finishes, underdog strategies often look to the possibility of success through the application of superior intelligence. Long story short, it is possible to outthink your opponent. Even if you're under-resourced, undermanned, and underestimated, an underdog can compete and beat a far stronger opponent if they think strategically. It's my expectation, really my hope, that this content is being enjoyed by entrepreneurs, startup founders, owners of small businesses, and, and just general underdogs, troublemakers, and rascals, really. And so if that's you, listen, you need a strategy. Uh, it's not for the name brand in your industry. Strategy is for the underdogs. Applying the principles I'll outline, I'll outline in the next few essays will help you to outwit your competition as well as spot opportunities that they don't and grow exponentially. But what most underdog companies do when they start marketing their business is they jump straight to the activation. We need a website, we need a cool brand video, etc., etc., etc. Usually these decisions are based on little more than an observation of and a desire to mimic what their name brand competitors are doing. Clearly this is a tactic that's unlikely to see you beat your competition in the long run. Think about it this way. If you're taking on a master swordsman and you bring a sword to the fight, you will lose, right? <laughs> you know, you need to get yourself a gun. You need to throw a net over their head to, to stop them coming after you or, or think up a distraction to ensure that they don't, they forget about coming after you at all. Um, that all may sound a little bit silly, but that's how strategic thinking works. You have to work out what it is you need to achieve and then how you can best use the resources available to you to outwit your opposition. Pretty much always when underdog companies begin their marketing by skipping straight to the activation stage, it's done without a full understanding of what they're trying to achieve and how they'll measure success. And, and that means that whether the activity is successful or not, they don't know how to measure it. That leads them to attributing success and failure to the wrong things and wasting a lot of money trying to figure out what actually does work in the meantime. On the contrary, a mindful marketing strategy will ensure you avoid the pitfalls associated with doing too much of the wrong thing, grow more quickly, and obviously save yourself a bit of money in the process. So how do we start? In this introduction, I'm gonna look 
specifically at the building blocks of marketing strategy, explaining what they are and how they'll develop a solid base for your marketing moving forward. And as I go through that series, uh, the series that will follow this essay, I'll be dealing with each block individually, giving examples of businesses who've made these strategic elements a compelling part of their marketing activity. And finally, I'll give you some guidance on how you too can start to think about them in relation to your company. And look, one thing you'll get to realize pretty quickly is I'm a massive fan of mnemonics and acronyms. So uh, I think this is because I'm a big believer that intelligence is an illusion. It is created by little more than a mix of experience and clarity of thought. And, and having aid memoirs has always been a massive help to me in terms of formulating these ideas and, and passing them on. And I'm sure they'll help you too when it comes to executing them. So the first such mnemonic is coming up now. To develop a marketing strategy, you need to start with the building blocks, which can be remembered by applying the building blocks of language itself, the vowels, A, E, I, O, U. In formation theory, those letters stand for A, adversaries, E, evangelists, I, identity, O, opportunities and threats, I know it's got a T, don't judge me, and U, undertakings. Oh, and because it's my thing, I've added a final letter X, which stands for X-ray, but we'll come to all of these in good time. Okay, but listen, that's about enough for today. The next essay I'll be publishing will be on the subject of adversaries, the first pillar of marketing strategy. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow to know when that episode drops. Uh, my goal is to share a new formation theory essay every couple of days. Um, and as always, if you know anyone who would benefit from finding this content, please share it so we can see even more ambitious people and audacious ideas reach the audiences they deserve. Until next time, I am the ex-CMO. I'll see you soon for more marketing tips for startups and underdog companies.